0: Hey everyone, this is our last episode of our series, Start the Conversation. We're talking about biblical justice, and thank y'all so much for listening and tuning in and for going on this journey with us. Um, As always, we try to unpack the original language, we try to unpack um, what justice means in Hebrew, which is mishpat, and also we bring up a a word that comes up next to it in combination with it often in the Bible, which is righteousness, and the Hebrew word is um, tzedakah. And what we don't do in this, especially when it comes to righteousness, we don't unpack the root word. Um, And when it comes to, I think, anytime you go on a journey to understand a new language, it's a whole nother conversation, a whole nother just time and investment that you need to make. So, what I do want, or what I am going to do, is put in our show notes a link for you to explore um, biblical justice and righteousness on your own if you'd like to. and uh yeah as always we we hope that you just understand that the win for this is if you understand that this biblical justice is near and dear to the heart of god and he is inviting us to be part of exercising it in this world today then that's the win and um we still invite you to look for opportunities to serve reach out to Jess or jesse or myself and um some of you have already done that which is awesome but we have plenty of opportunities for you to to serve our community but uh yeah thanks for tuning in we hope you enjoy (laughs) last episode (laughs) let's get it oh my goodness i i um I know that as we intro this uh, episode, people are probably going to be wondering why we're, we're laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we should probably like compile a, a blooper. We need to. I yeah, don't know we need what to. Down. Yeah. Down to. <laughs> Last episode of the series, Biblical Justice is what mm. we're talking about. Biblical Justice. Um, I kind of feel like it's been, even though it's only been three episodes. I feel like it's been over a month. I don't know. Does it feel like it's been long?
1: It kind of does, yeah. Yeah. But a good, you know, it's a good thing. Yeah. Um, Right? (laughs) Yeah, I think so.
0: I think so. Um, But yeah, I'm excited to talk about biblical justice. Um, This is another thing, a foundational principle that we know um, we just need to be aware of. And then I think it could easily get very... Political, mm-hmm. right? Depending on um, who's having the conversation, how we're having the conversation, when we're having the conversation. But again, just to remember, those of you who are listening and watching, we are going to do our best to just engage the scripture mm-hmm. and use that as a driving force. And then as we engage the scripture and talk about what biblical justice looks like, we already talked about biblical unity. Um, then give you all the, the opportunity to then respond to it. Because at the end of the day, when it comes to biblical unity and biblical justice, what is unmistakable is that this is something that we have to embody as a church, mm-hmm. as believers um, first for, first and foremost, and then mm-hmm. as war ministry leaders, coaches and athletes involved with, with FCA. Um, and the action steps, I think, will look different across communities across campuses across teams but again it's understanding that we have to embody it the way that it's you know lived out that can that can be different Mm -hmm. um but yeah i'm excited about about this and yeah
1: i'm i'm really excited too and you know justice has just been a term a great name by the way oh i thought you're you i honestly just, i honestly thought you were about to say something about me <laughs> <laughs> i mean it, it's a great name so Thank i you give you that but um praise, justice. Praise God. <laughs> <Amen>. <laughs> justice really has been a term that has just been thrown around a lot yeah. um in today's world in our society um so i just i think as christians we need to discern what is justice yeah Um, what's the biblical definition of justice and, you know, what's not true justice. And sometimes the world can tell us, um, something that's contrary to God's word about this specific word justice. So, so just unpacking that, um, trying to be faithful to God's word and defining that. And also like, as we'll see, God is a God of justice and we're called to be like him, be like Christ, be like, um, be like our Lord. Yeah. Um, so yeah. we should strive to be exactly. just as well. Um So yeah, I'm excited to talk about this for sure.
0: Yeah. And you, um <laughs> as you're talking, it sparked up a question for me is that do, do you think, and, and I'll answer it too, but do you think a lot of people um know what biblical justice truly is?
1: I mean, i don't know probably yeah. a lot of people probably don't yeah but i mean they a lot of people probably have good intentions yeah. for the word justice but um if you don't have god's word in front of you guiding you then it can lead you astray and like i'm i can be guilty of it too yeah. like any of, any of yeah. us can be um we need to be reminded yeah so yeah. we need to be reminded of it um I think and you know if you don't if you don't um like seek after god's word about this word justice yeah yep. then it's going to be easy for you not to yeah really understand it so That's i feel like true. just us doing this it's good it's helpful it, for it allows us, us yeah. to really understand yeah. it um yeah. So I think a lot of people don't, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, but I, I honestly think so, too. And but I'm it, still growing in it, too. Me too so, I'm growing yeah. in it. Um, yeah, I completely agree. And um, I've been able—it was a year ago. I don't know if you remember, but it was um, we took some time during a staff meeting to, to unpack what biblical justice is. And it was just through what I think the Spirit— gave me and how he's been working through my life and, and you hinted it at my, my name. So my, my parents, they, they named me after Micah mm. six, eight, um, mm. that verse. And well I'm sure we're going to get to that verse eventually. But, um, so my middle name is Micah. Um, and I was, I always knew I was named after that, but, um, I listened to a few podcast series and read a few books and, and took a deep dive on what it actually means within the context of scripture but um what i think to answer the question of do i think people and do we as a church understand what biblical justice is i think we don't have a full understanding of it because um and there's i'm going to reference this book by michael sandell it's called justice and it, yeah it's called justice what's the right thing to do and, and that this book it's so good because what he does is he goes, he uses philosophy um, and he talks about just throughout history, how we have used this word justice. And at the end of the day, he says he's making an argument that it's so hard for us to agree on justice because we all use the same word but given our religion, given our philosophy, given our, our mindset and worldview, given our community, our upbringing, we have the same word, but it has so many different meanings. And, and that's why I really love that we're doing this, because as Christ followers, we are trying to engage the scripture, and this is what we speak unified in. Mm-hmm. And, and this should be able to help us understand what does justice mean when it comes to the God that we're serving. And like you said, that we're trying to imitate. So so this book, I would recommend it. And we'll probably put it in the, the show notes. But yeah. Um, any other thoughts on that question?
1: No, I just think, you know, it's a really important thing for us to know in this day and age. Um, To be aware of and to just seek after God in. Yeah. Like everything.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, what I wanted to do is, um, as always, I'm looking at our notes and we have so many good things, but it's looking like we're going to first try to just define justice, maybe unveil the, the Hebrew word. You don't have to clear your throat on this. <laughs> so, it's easy Mishpot. to say, <laughs> Um, And. And then we'll dive into some scripture. Uh, Both of us chose like two or three scriptures that we want to unpack. And if we have some time, maybe just a rapid fire, just listing all the other, you know, occurrences where you see justice lived out and worked out throughout scripture and obviously lead it to Jesus and then close with some applications. But let's dive into the definition of justice. Let's do it. (laughs) Is the Hebrew word for for justice. And uh, I really enjoyed just studying this. I And I'll probably reference this um, podcast series. And I we've probably seen the video by Bible Project, but they have an incredible series. It's a, it's a three-part series on justice that I was able to just listen to and re-listen to all over and over again. And there's also a few other books too that I'll Reference, but um, they open up by sharing the occur- the occurrences throughout Scripture um, of this Hebrew word mishpat and how it actually is seen and and lived out within the context of the Old Testament, also within the New Testament. But um, the Old Testament, since it's you know mainly in Hebrew, it occurs over four hundred times in the Bible, the Old Testament alone. Isn't that crazy? crazy. It's wild. (laughs) 400 times. And also, there's a a word that often comes up with justice, and it's the word um, righteousness. The Hebrew word is um, zedekah. So that one, you don't have to clear your throat either. I think it's pretty (laughs) easy, right? Zedekah? Zedekah? Yeah, zedekah. (laughs) That occurs 130 times throughout the Old Testament. And then together, they occur, occur over 50 times. Which is crazy. Mm. Um, But uh, one thing that I think is important to notice is, at least within the English way that we use justice, there are two ways that we use it. Or at least two main ways that I think of. The first one that I want to find is retributive justice and restorative justice. And there's a difference between the two. But um, retributive justice is basically when if you do something wrong, like if you, I don't know, you commit a crime, you know that, um, you'll be sent to a a courtroom and you'll have to, um, you know, find a consequence to that action that you, that you made. Right. Mm -hmm. And the result of that would be retributive justice. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's, X amount of years in prison or whatever the fines, whatever that might be, that's retributive justice.
1: Yeah. Punishment for a wicked crime. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And that you see that judgment, right? You see judgment, judgment, justice within the Bible. Mm -hmm. Um, But also there's a sense of restorative justice that you see throughout the Bible. And that's essentially where, um, because of how something is structured, whether it's a system, a community, a neighborhood, whatever that might be, There are people who are set at a disadvantage, that are marginalized, that are vulnerable, you name it, and restorative justice will be whoever isn't a part of that vulnerable group, the majority, if you will, making it their responsibility to look out and create some systems, put some principles in place, whatever it is, laws in place, um, rules in place to create some type of um, groundwork, some type of, um, yeah, groundwork for those vulnerable people to flourish and to live life and to be restored and to be whole again. And what's so interesting is that when you look at the Old Testament, especially over, again, over 400 times, 50 times with, with justice and righteousness. Majority of times that you see it, it's the latter, restorative justice. And it's God empowering those who have influence, especially with the Israelites, to use their influence um, to look out for the vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And you'll see this, um, some scholars name it as the vulnerable quartet. Mm-hmm. So often that's why you'll see the the poor the widow, the orphan, um, and the immigrant together. And it's often you'll see God saying, look out for those people. And he says that that is justice. That's what Nishpat is. Yeah, does, does all that make sense? I know it's a quick... Over, but I think it's important to understand the difference between first retributive justice and restorative justice. And then um yeah, it's also the vulnerable quartet.
1: Yeah. Um man, it's so important to um to just understand those two types of justices yeah. and that and that God, you know, he is a just God and yeah. and hates wickedness. He yeah. hates sin, he, he hates in- with that yep. injustice. So there is a return Retributive, how do you say it?
0: Yeah, you said it right. Retributive,
1: Ret- retributive. okay, yeah. justice. Um, and then there's restorative justice, and God, you know, His heart, he, He's a God of restoration. Yeah, and, and that's the that's, whole gospel. Um, and yeah. and that's, you know, um, and we see at the cross, and we can even talk about this later, but yeah. we see at the cross God's retributive justice on His only Son, the perfect son jesus um on our behalf yeah so he did that re- uh, retributive just justice on jesus for us mm-hmm. to experience restorative justice yeah um but, yeah yeah so that i mean that just the heart of god, that's that's the heart of god yeah um so it's, it's just amazing to see and, and yeah
0: and i feel like our last episode when we talked about unity restore restoration and reconciliation right was was brought up a lot too mm. and like you said that's the heart of of god to restore and and, and also like you said deal with the evil mm-hmm. um that's what what he does um
1: even he, though jesus wasn't evil he received mm. kind of that the, the wrath of god he received the wrath of god the father yeah so it's not like he deserved the retrib- retributive yeah I'm having a hard word saying that <laughs> hard time saying that even he did he didn't deserve it, but yeah. it was placed on him um, yeah. on our behalf. And he made
0: it his responsibility mm-hmm. to, to care for us because he loved us. He loves us. Um, and then he empowers us to embody that same thing. Yeah. And I can't wait to get to see the passage in, in Luke where he launches his kingdom, and that's what he's talking about, mm-hmm. He's looking out for, for those who are vulnerable.
1: And then we also see, you know, I mean, all throughout the Bible, love your neighbor as yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. from the beginning and then also Jesus brings that back up in um in the gospels and all throughout the new testament. Yeah. Um and that's that's a part of that restorative justice is literally like recognizing the dignity um yeah people have mm-hmm. that they're made in the image of God, um treating them with respect, treating them as though they're made in the image of God. Um and lo- yeah. loving your neighbor. A neighbor as yourself yeah um that's that's a form of justice yeah yeah um
0: that's really good and i, I think also uh, a good way at least for me to understand what biblical justice is and also what um what salvation is mm-hmm. is by understanding the exodus story mm-hmm. right because god he he talks about him um i think it's in exodus 6 i'm not sure where it is but essentially that was an act of justice right where he dealt with the the egyptians that were wrongly um oppressing israelites who were vulnerable right Mm -hmm. and god making it his uh, his responsibility to look out for them to deal with that but also to create um, an opportunity for them to have a land right to be used by them and to bear his image and to restore um, the Israelites but uh, yeah this is this is really good. I think we should dive into some some scripture if you want to let's go ahead all right.
1: Right, so first we're going to start out with a proverb. Keep it simple. Simple but profound. All right, so Proverbs, 30, uh, Proverbs 14, 31. It says, whoever oppresses a poor man insults his maker, but he who is generous to the needy honors him. Whoever oppresses a poor man insults his maker, but he who is generous to the needy honors him. So that that just kind of puts a whole different perspective on um, justice, injustice. When we see injustice against other people, um, people with dignity, people who bear the image of God, we're not just sinning against that person, we're ultimately sinning against God.
0: Hello again. If you listen to, I think our first episode, you're familiar, very familiar with that sound. That means something went wrong. Um, we had another, um, occurrence of technical difficulties, but, um, what you would have been able to or unable to hear is me just responding to Jesse because he brought up such a good point um, about how essentially as we are not caring for others or loving others, it's not ultimately just committing a sin against that that person, but ultimately against God. And it prompted me to give more of a, a generic understanding of what righteousness means, tzedakah, which is, it's a relational term. And it, if I could boil it down to something really simple, it means being in a right relationship with someone and ultimately with God. And we know that we are made right, we are justified, and we, are, um, we embody righteousness or get or clothe with righteousness because of the faithfulness of Jesus, because of what he's done on the cross and us simply putting our faith in him, we are made right with him. And um, it, it it just meant a lot to me as he spoke because essentially as we are loving others is what he's saying, is that we and we embody justice and live it out and and within our communities, within our with our within our relationships, we are in a right relationship with with um, with our God so having both of those together is what he goes on to talk about which I thought was incredible really good so alright we'll get you back to the conversation yeah and when
1: you you know when you mentioned before about justice and righteousness being paired together justice and righteousness 40 was it 40 times in the Bible yeah. or 40-50 times it makes sense because when you are living out Justice and when you are living at righteousness, they they have to be paired together. Yeah. Yeah. You can't be just and also unrighteous. Yeah. You can't also you can't be righteous and unjust. It's, yeah. It just doesn't make sense. So, so it makes sense why they are paired together. Um, and then I like the second part. But he who is generous to the needy honors him. Um, and I'm not sure if it just means honors him, the person that you're generous to, or honors him god what's the verse again uh proverbs 14 uh, 31 but the way i read it it's he who is generous to the needy honors god i think because him references to the maker um so yes you do honor those who you are generous to but you also ultimately honor god um because because god calls us to be as followers of Him to be generous people, um, to have generous hearts.
0: So Jesse and I have decided to actually just give y'all this first half of our conversation and actually re-record the second half. And hopefully we don't miss anything. But again, thanks for tuning in. We hope that you enjoyed it. Be looking out for the second half, the final episode um, uh, that will complete our biblical justice conversation and complete our series, Start the Conversation. So until then, see you soon.